Welcome to Paranormal Distributions with Connor and Cypress, bringing you spooky stories from the depths of the internet. We kind of sort of believe. Hi fam. Welcome to this episode of Paranormal Distributions. We're not going to do something mega depressing this week, which is good because I don't think I could take that again. Yep, instead, we're bringing you a bunch of wacky cryptids. Oh, but I'm so excited. There, are, We had such a lot of fun trolling Wikipedia for these. I, I should explain what cryptids are for those not in the know. Cryptids are mythical creatures. Creatures that don't actually exist, or people believe they exist, but they're not scientifically confirmed to exist. For example, the Loch Ness Monster is mm-hmm. a cryptid. Or there are some that people thought were fake for a really long time, that it turns out they're totally real. For example, giant squid. Giant squid is a big one. And also a bunch of stuff like the, um, I think it's called an Okami in Africa. Nope, that's a video game starring a wolf. Actually, uh, Connor, I learned just recently from you that the ape used to be considered a cryptid. At least I think so. It's Okapi is what I was thinking of. And they look like some weird zebra horse brown body zebra legs frankensteinian monster they're cool and are they did they turn out to be actual horses they're giraffids oh this episode we decided let's bring you some cryptids that you probably have or you've probably heard of some of them you've probably Mm -hmm. not heard of others we're bringing you a wide variety and connor do you want to explain what we're going to do with them we're doing a fantasy bracket get it because they're fantasy creatures. I think this is really funny. Mm, I'm not amused. <laughs> Connor and I are going to select from eight cryptids. Uh, I'm the captain of, of one team. Connor's the captain mm-hmm. of the other. And then we'll have them battle each other in our cryptid bracket and see who wins. Okay, here are the cryptids that are available. I'll describe the overview, like general overview, to give people an idea of what we're dealing with here. So we've got... First up is the Mongolian deathworm. It's in the Gobi Desert. It's a giant worm about 2 to 10 feet long, very thick, and burrows under the sand. Uh, Mongolian deathworm has a lot of tricks up its sleeve in terms of what it can do, so we'll leave those as a surprise for later. Um, we've got the vegetable lamb of Tartary. which oh, This is so good. Uh, the vegetable lamb is one of my favorites. It's, it's a sheep. Actually, this is actually a vegetable cryptid so it's not technically an animal it it's from central asia and it's a sheep that is connected to a plant via an umbilical cord it grows from the plant as a fruit and people this was actually in the first edition of diderot's encyclopedia wow okay so this one's been around yeah it's it's an oldie we have a couple famous ones here we've got the yeti Everybody should know about that one. We've got the Kraken. And we've got our old friend, the Jersey Devil, from episode two. If you haven't heard that. Bork Bork, the Jersey Devil. Yeah. Uh, And then we have the Akaname, which is a Japanese apparition that licks the filth off of bathrooms. That's really gross. Um, we have another Japanese demon called the Slit-Mouthed Woman, which is one of the most horrifying things I've ever read about, and I'm excited to horrify you too. Um, we have the Baoban Seed, uh, which is a blood-sucking female fairy in Scottish mythology, which is similar to a banshee. And I, that's it. All right, those are our eight cryptids. So I guess let's start. Uh, let's flip a coin to see who goes first. Do you have a coin? No, I don't have pockets. I have a coin, hold on. Maybe. Okay. Do you want to flip? You can flip. Okay, right. so I'm going to flip a coin. Heads. It's one of those weird state coins, and I got tails. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go first. Oh, jeez. These cryptids are all so good. I want... I want a really good cryptid on my team, like a really p- 
powerful frightening one and i was a huge fan of the mongolian death worm when i was like, researching it so really i think this. i'm gonna choose mongolian death worm okay as my cool. first up um that means i will start with i'm just gonna do the kraken just so you can't have him. shit okay the kraken is pretty much the, it's the patriots of it's the patriots the of cryptid world. world yeah it's tom brady so the crypto world okay well the kraken's gone i should Probably see the Yeti's famous too, but I don't feel like the Yeti just has the same. I feel like the Yeti is the Kraken. The Yeti is like Shaq. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna choose Yeti because I need a famous cryptid on okay. my team too. He's he's kind of like my he he's the name that people recognize when they when my, they think about my team. Then I'm gonna go with the slit mouthed woman. Ooh. Okay. Better my, step up your game. My team is not looking too hot. The slit mouthed woman is one of the most frightening in the list that we have. Okay. Passing over the vegetable lamb. That one sounds a little weak. Yeah, I think we mostly just like that one because that's cute. Yeah. I'm not really sure. I'm actually concerned for the vegetable lamb <laughs> in this bracket. Um, I I kind of want the boban seed. I don't know how to pronounce that one, but it sounded... It's pretty bothered. Okay, it sounded good. So um, let, let's, let's say the boban seed is on my team. Okay. Okay. Um, that leaves two more, I think. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Three more. Three more. Oh. Do I want the Akaname or do I want the Jersey Devil? You definitely want the vegetable lamb. I don't know what <laughs> no you're No one wants about. the vegetable lamb. Connor, you want the vegetable it lamb. It literally dies once it runs out of food in its immediate area. And you know you're going to end up with it though, right? <laughs> Yeah, okay. I would choose if I were you. I'm gonna choose the Jersey Devil. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say because he is a good friend of ours, and we're not gonna let him be last, the last no, person in the dodgeball. Definitely line. not. Um, okay, I'll go with the Akaname, which is. Did we explain the Akaname? Yeah, it uh, licks bathrooms. The Akaname is a, ja- a Japanese cryptid that likes to lick dirty things in bathrooms, like the grunge in the bathtub and behind the toilet and stuff. That's so gross. It man. has a long, sticky tongue. That's literally the whole. Um, but it's better than the vegetable lamb, which I think is the last one remaining. Uh, I'm going to figure out how to use that vegetable lamb to my advantage. Okay. I don't believe you, but... It's going to beat your Mongolian death worm. Okay, so what's the lineup, Connor, for each team? So, team Connor consists of the Kraken, the slit-mouthed woman, the Jersey Devil, and the vegetable lamb of Tartary. I feel like there's a couple characters carrying your team there. Uh, oh, yeah. Does. No, this is actually the Patriots. Without Tom Brady, we are garbage. Um, so on my team is the Mongolian Death Worm, the Yeti, the Baban Seed, mm-hmm. however you pronounce that, and the Akaname. Yeah, you're much more well-balanced. I have talent in my team is spread among all the cryptids except maybe the Akaname Seems it's still scary though it likes to lick things but it's still unsettling i would not want to see it i did read that it's legend has it that they are about the size of a small child <sighs> and they're very shy and they kind of scatter like cockroaches if you open the door so they aren't really an aggressive cryptid per se they just are really gross and creepy i'm not okay with gross and creepy ever i hope that it gets paired up against the vegetable lamb because i think it has the best chance against that guy <laughs> oh <laughs> How are we? How are we doing this bracket? Uh, I don't know anything about sports. Please so help. from Connor's team, uh, we have cryptid number one. What cryptid is that? The vegetable lamb of Tartary. All right. Uh, from from my team, we have the last cryptid. Fuck. What's that, Connor? It's the bobbin sheed. The bobbin sheed. Okay. I actually need to read up on the the skills of my cryptid real quick. Um. So my cryptid has a zero. It's the Magikarp. It is the Magikarp of cryptids. Actually, Connor, do you want to describe your your cryptid in more detail? Yes. The Vegetable Lamb of Tartary is a legendary zeophyte of Central Asia, which is believed to grow sheep as fruit. It's connected to the plant by the umbilical cord, and it grazes the land around the plant. When all the nearby flora are gone... Both the plant and the sheep die. So that's basically the whole thing. It's a lamb that's believed to have blood, bones, flesh, just like a normal animal. 
uh, and it the blood tastes like honey. And the wool is said to be used by native people of its homeland to make clothing. Only wolves are attracted to eat it. Ha! Wait, that's such a good defense. What? What's that? The only carnivorous animals attracted to the lamb plant are wolves. Yeah, but humans too, right? Yeah, but your cryptid's not a human. Well, it's a humanoid cryptid. That I would so argue. doesn't count. It's a fairy. It does. No, the, the Balbin Sea. Oh, actually, we've been pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> it's the it's the Bavanshi, and it's similar to a banshee, like a a wailing a fairy, woman. Yeah, not a human. Um, it's also known as the white woman, not fairy, of the Scottish Highlands, and it's a beautiful seductress who preys on young travelers by night. Not lamb plants. Okay, so now let's read more about what what exactly the the Bavanshi does. So it is similar to fairies of Scotland or vampires of other regions, which just to me indicates that Scotland has some really fucked up fairies. It's true. Well, Scotland is likes its mythology dark. Fairy has a, a deeper, darker meaning in Scotland. So it's a fairy of Scotland, which in, in quotes, fairy in quotes is kind of, you know, it's a misnomer for those of us in the U S it's more like a, a vampire. Um, it's an enchantress, so very pretty. It invites men to dance and then attacks them when they're off guard when they're dancing. So I guess, like, uses difficult dances. Then it uses extremely sharp talons to puncture their neck. I guess this is similar to a vampire. Instead of biting, though, it uses its talons. Mm-hmm. And then after it punctures the neck, it, it sucks the blood from the victim. And even the life force or the sexual potency, according to Wikipedia. And, okay, so the thing is, I don't feel like the lamb plant has much of a life force to suck out. It's true. It's a vegetable lamb. So, I don't, and it doesn't even have blood to suck? Yeah, it's that's a, a problem proper, it's a proper animal that's, con- like, connected by umbilical cord. Okay, so there's, like, a bit of a, a barrier between the plant and the animal, kind of like. Yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to get at, can I puncture your your uh the vegetable lamb's neck with talons because that's the main it seems like the balbanshi that's my my main yeah your main here. attack i think so but i think it would grow back okay you think so we could uh, that yeah. i guess okay yeah i think that is probably I, i'm imagining this lamb as being incredibly resilient until it runs out of grazing pasture and then just, it just dri- shrivels up yeah is it by any chance is it an annual plant or a perennial plant do you know no i don't know okay this <laughs> is survive the root structure <laughs> survives and then it grows back the next year i don't think so Did i think that... it just dies okay uh connor i feel like i want to give this one to the Baobinchi just because oh yeah because it would destroy the here okay so here's what's gonna happen i think the Baobinchi is gonna approach the vegetable lamb it's going to try to initiate some kind of dance to lure it in but it can't move it's the, just stuck the vegetable lamb can, it can graze it can walk around it's like tethered right via i don't know in all these pictures it's like up uh, its feet are dangling oh well so those are like the fetal growths and then when it fully blooms then it drops the ground and starts one you know starts walking around kind of like it's on a leash connected to the plant but it's an umbilical cord. And then it eventually, and it grazes kind of in a circle. This is yeah. my interpretation. I think you're right, but it's still, I don't think I can get very far. Yeah. Okay. So I don't really need to, to initiate like a, a dance, even though I feel like that's the thing that the Bobbin she really excels at is, is this whole, this whole luring in its victims thing. It doesn't really need to take advantage of the luring if its victim is tied up. Yep. Which is unfortunate for. Well, okay. So we, so I, we've established that I'm gonna try to bite, and then it's gonna suck the the blood, the life, or force. the juice. It could have, it could be filled with juice. It has delicious. blood like honey. Blood. Oh yeah, its blood tastes like honey, so yeah. it's kind of delicious. But probably, I'm guessing the Baobinchi doesn't like the, the taste of that. Probably stuff. not because she's in. She's looking for like actual blood. Yeah, this this is a 
Do I win? I feel like it's sort of okay. We can't I'm gonna tie say, in the first. No, round. I'm going to say you definitely don't win. This is they undoubtedly, undoubtedly, the Balbinchi's going to suck all the honey blood out, and then the lamb's going to shrivel up. Because if it can't, it can't survive without the honey blood, right? I really don't know, but I'll go with it. Okay. Okay. So that means that you're now against my second cryptid, the Jersey Devil. Now I randomize from the remaining three for each of us. So the Balbinchi and the Lamb have been used. Okay. And then we'll have the second round with the Balbinchi and the winner of... Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, okay. This is what's going to happen. Okay, so from Connors, we get the fourth cryptid. Fuck yes. Which is... The Kraken. Oh, ow, ow. Okay. And from mine, we get the second cryptid, which is the... Yeti. The Yeti. What a... What a all-star matchup here. Oh, shit. Okay, Yeti versus Kraken. I, I really want to totally see this go down. I totally win. Uh, okay, I'm... I don't think so, though, because here's the deal, Connor. Yeti is very shy. Oh, here's the deal. Yeti from Nepal, known as Abominable Snowman, and completely reclusive like huge ape-like creature that lives in the in the mountains right in the snowy mountains probably really strong and could you know could overpower any person but it's reclusive so it doesn't people only see it and then it's gone yes kraken it's basically um an island-sized giant squid heck yeah so it depends. I feel like it depends on whose turf we're fighting on here. Because if it's the Yeti's turf, that's not going to survive in the mountains of Nepal. But if it's if the Yeti <laughs> has to swim, you can't just airlift the Kraken into the mountains and drop it there. That's, that's unfair. That's true. So I think what's going to happen is the Yeti's. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I wanted to happen, actually. So I think the Yeti's going to have to go in the water like a bioshock suit well yeah it's definitely gonna have some scuba gear because that i don't think it can survive the conditions in the deep sea that the kraken can okay so i'm this i'm suiting up the yeti for this battle with basically yeah just a big deep sea diving suit keeps it protected from the pressure and I think the Yeti is pretty freaked out, honestly. Yeah, because but, it's, it's like, what, eight feet tall? But, like, my boy is 50 feet in length. Yeah, even bigger, some would say. Yeah. Um, I'm, I mean, I know a few fishermen who've, who've seen the Kraken. I think they they thought it was, like, at least the size of a, of a town, right? Yeah. So, all right, so let's see. I'm trying to get my advantage, guys. I'm really worried. You're going to lose. I'm worried that my Yeti is just going to get swollen. Swole. Swolt. Swolt. It's going to get swolt up. And it will get... It doesn't have a chance, but I think I... Okay, so I'm trying to think of an idea. Um, <laughs> it has to be creative. So I think really that... Okay, the Yeti has to be creative in this because it's not going to like, do anything with... It's strong, but it's not Kraken strong. It's true. Um... But it does have the advantage. I feel like the Yeti is quite intelligent. Would you agree? Yeah. So the Yeti's quite intelligent. It's uh, it's a basically a human, but very large and strong. So I think the Yeti's best bet here is to try to find like a weak spot on the Kraken, like swim around and then sneak, sneak because it's a very sneaky creature. Not many people That's have true. seen it. So its advantage here is that it can sneak really quickly in and you know hit the kraken on its what does it have an eyeball or something on its yeah it's pillow, like a giant squid pillowy gentle eyeball that pillowy <laughs> that'll just instantly <laughs> blind it and Are the you kraken i poke the kraken for sure yeah so what's the kraken do though the kraken destroys it it takes its giant tentacle and wraps it around this Little scuba suited Yeti and just squishes him to death. But, okay, so first of all, the scuba suit is really, really thick metal, right? So it's not going to get squished that easily. The Kraken destroyed warships. Okay, fair enough. Snapped them in half like toothpicks. But then you have to think what if the Kraken, what if I successfully blind it? Can I get to its eye 
its big eye orb. I don't think it needs its eye that much. What other senses does it have? Because it's an underwater sea creature, so it just like smashed things above the water. It didn't even look at what it was doing, oh. but it like did it anyway. So I'm really depressed right now because I feel like the Kraken doesn't even know it's fighting the Yeti. It doesn't. It still it's wins. just rolled on over it. Okay. Even like a cartoon steamroller Yeti at the okay. bottom of the ocean. Kraken's so large and powerful that I just can't give this one to the Yeti unfortunately as much as i really want to fuck yeah i'm really sad because the yeti's so famous I... yeah but so is the kraken and the kraken is way scarier uh, don't go yeah. into the ocean guys okay well that's that battle i feel like the yeti's publicist is going to try to spin this uh in some you know yeti favorable light but it's gonna be difficult nope uh, okay well let's go Did on you to know next... that it has spikes on its suckers the kraken does mm-hmm Okay, <laughs> don't need to rub it in, Connor. <laughs> like all crab spikes. Uh huh. Actually, I heard that the kraken used to be considered a crab-like creature, like yeah. a giant crab, and then it kind of evolved in folklore to a tentacled octopus or squid. Yeah, which creature. then the giant squid was in fact discovered. It's a real thing, guys. So the kraken. The kraken. Uh, we knew the kraken was gonna win. I'm, my whole team is just carried on the Kraken. If the Kraken had lost, I would have just given up. So let's generate the next one. This is... Okay, so this... How many are left, Connor, for you? Two? Two. So the second of the two. The slit-mouthed woman. Oh, shit. Okay. What about you? Uh, the first of my remaining two. The... Mongolian deathworm. Oh, this could oh, be a very yeah. interesting fight. The slit-mouthed woman is a Japanese ghost dating back to the Edo period. The story goes that a woman was mutilated by her husband and returned as a malicious ghost. In 2004 in South Korea, there was a woman wearing a red mask frequently seen chasing children. In October of 2007, a coroner found old records from the late 1970s about a woman who was chasing little children and was then hit by a car. Her mouth was ripped from ear to ear. If you meet this ghost, she'll ask you, Do, am I pretty? And if you answer no, she'll kill you with a pair of scissors, which she carries in her pocket. If you answer yes, she'll pull away her surgical mask or red mask and reveal a Glasgow smile, which is when somebody cuts the sides of your mouth up to your ears and asks, how about now? They still answer no. She will cut her unfortunate victim in half. If the person answers yes, she'll do to you what's been done to her mouth. You can't run away from her as she will simply reappear in front of the victim, making it their fate. Shit. So once she's, you know, chosen someone, they're pretty much dead. Yep. There's no good option. Okay. I don't I really don't like that your cryptid is able to teleport in front brand just inevitably murder anybody. Yeah, just murder time. But I suppose that's why we had this draft. So okay, so here's my cryptid. The Mongolian death worm is from the Gobi Desert. Very big worm, um, very gross looking. Described as a red worm that looks like cow's intestines. Um it burrows under the sand and then when it is attacking a victim it pops out about half of its length come protruding from the ground and it is said that touching any part of the worm will kill you almost instantly it also has the capability to explode part of its head to coat the victim in a corrosive acid liquid which instantly kills them. It's also a strong venom, in addition to being an acid. And it also has the ability to shoot electricity from a distance to stun or kill. When it explodes its head, does it die? I think that that's just a part of its arsenal that it can use over and over again. It's sort of hmm. like that one beetle that shoots junk out of, like out of itself it like can there's a beetle that i read about that shoots acid spit at things Gross. anyway so this mongolian death worm 
totally not a real worm, but a pretty menacing sounding cryptid to me. Yeah. That's like an actual monster. Yeah. So I'm pretty hopeful yeah. about mine. Well, the problem is that my cryptid is kind of based around asking a question. And your cryptid is a worm. Yeah. My worm really shoots first. It doesn't yeah. ask questions. But the, I think we can make this work. I think we... Okay, so we got the we got the Kraken and the Yeti together. I think we get the scary woman with the Joker smile together with the worm in a battle somehow. Okay, well, in this ring match of cryptids. So the weapon... So my cryptid has a pair of scissors. Oh. Which is pretty key because your cryptid is a giant oblong thing just asking to be snipped yeah but you know what happens when you cut worms in half right i did that doesn't happen that's not real yeah but this neither is my worm <laughs> come on give me some slack so we okay so you cut the worm in half and it's totally gonna grow into two oh, new God. mongolian death worms i'm God pretty sure it. you can't really kill my cryptid because she's already dead uh, that is a really good point so well, okay <laughs> this is why I'm, my worm's gonna shoot lightning from a distance it's very clear that in the wikipedia article that I can do this and zap the what's her name again the slit-mouthed woman the slit-mouthed ghostly woman yeah but i'm she's a ghost okay so like what's it gonna do nothing okay yeah i guess so i'm just trying to think of it's the only thing that can get ghosts is like a exorcist an exorcist thing and the worm is very it's rooted very in the physical world Mm -hmm. it's it's good at corroding flesh and and stunning and killing like living breathing creatures yeah it's good at killing things not making dead things more dead yeah that's kind of why i went for that you know the electricity because it's the most spectral of its true of its ability there are (laughs) some ways that you can beat the slit mouthed woman Uh uh-huh uh, you can tell her that she's average, which she'll get confused by. <laughs> Wait, so she asks you a question. She's like, am I pretty? And you're like, if oh, you yeah. Say yes or no fine. and I'll kill you or or I'll make your mouth into a Gross Glasgow slit. smile, yeah. Wait, and then if you say, oh, you're kind of you're so you're so. okay. Yeah. Then she'll, what? She won't know what to do. She'll be like, oh, fuck. Like, she just like leaves you alone? Yeah, like she just. Oh, so the worm totally is like, you're oh, an average slip mouth woman i think or you can ask her if she thinks you're pretty oh that's definitely what my worm's gonna or if you tell her that you have a previous engagement she will pardon her manners and excuse herself if you tell her that what sorry i have a previous engagement that i have to get to oh she'll be like oh i'm sorry i'm so rude the worm isn't really that busy but i think (laughs) i think it's gonna be like Am I pretty? I've always wanted to know. Because <laughs> it's a Cause big it's a monster horrifying worm. monster. <laughs> Maybe they just become friends. Actually, that's probably what would happen. Oh my god. <laughs> this is... It's a draw. They refuse to hurt each other, and now they just get lunch every Wednesday. Not only did they refuse to hurt each other. Actually, it was a little worse than that. They they tried to hurt each other, and they and were they just could. incapable. And, and now then they're buddies. They really did hit it off, I think. It's too bad that this worm is is you know underground most of the time because he's not going to be able to talk to his friend. But like they can like have a regular standing date. They'll do Skype calls and stuff. Oh, they can FaceTime. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But neither of them have faces. <laughs> wow, what a cruel reality. <laughs> I feel like this lipmouthed woman has more of a face, but she doesn't. She keeps it covered, right? Yeah. She like has a surgical mask Un-face covering it. Time. Unfacetime. Definitely anti-facetime. Anti-facetime. That's so good. Even though neither of us win this one, I'm still pleased with the result. You know, yeah, this this is a good draw. Yeah. Do you want me to? Oh, we only have one more. Yeah, left. we have one more. What is it? You Jersey Devil versus <laughs> bathroom liquor. <laughs> <laughs> 
question better. I would like to point out that we are actually generating these randomly. I I literally went to Google and found a random number generator. <laughs> so the Jersey Devil in and the bathroom liquor are quirky cryptids. I'll I'll remind everybody what the Jersey Devil is. Who yeah. If, people haven't heard the jersey devil episode well yet. you should listen to episode two go back and listen to that one um it originates from the pine barrens of new jersey usa mm-hmm. it's described as a kangaroo-like creature with the head of a goat leathery bat-like wings horns small arms with clawed hands cloven hooves and a forked tail so it's a mishmash creature like the one you would see in a children's um game where you randomly you slide in different headpieces and and torsos and legs it's pretty much that it has really it's tall and spindly and it has a goat head so it's kind of an awkward looking it looks really stupid it also has a blood curdling scream and it's known for killing livestock and really it's really resilient a lot of people a lot of hunters have gone after it hoping to claim the head of the jersey devil and they've shot at it and it just the bullet just didn't affect it at all so it has sort of a ghostly quality to it that makes it you know more scary than a typical animal but at the same time he's really just a sweet doggo yeah we established this He's just like a little kangaroo butto. And doesn't really hurt people. Just like steals chickens. Yeah, it likes to eat livestock that other people own. Yeah. And it's really good at it's frightening people, I think. It mm-hmm. it screams and it makes na- nasty sounds. So what's your what's your cryptid? Well, that is my cryptid. Oh. Oh. Wow. Okay. That's awkward. So I didn't get the Jersey Devil on my team, which I forgot. <laughs> my cryptid was the Jersey, it was not the Jersey Devil. My cryptid was the Akaname. Do you want to describe mine? Yeah, I'll talk about it. Uh, it's a yokai, which is a Japanese demon, and its name, Aka, means filth, and Name means liquor, and it is licks the filth that collects in bathtubs and bathrooms and this is not some modern construction this is from hundreds and hundreds of years ago because evidently this was a necessary thing in that culture to create a tiny all over red demon that lives in old bathhouses and lurks in dilapidated estates. Uh, in those times, it was believed that fish were born from water and lice was born from dirt. Just like we used to believe that maggots were born from rotting meat. Mm-hmm. Um, so how does that tie back to the Akaname? So they're the, they were... They were spawned from the thing, the air of places that gather dust and filth and therefore live by eating filth. So like the dusty, mildewy bathroom air would would spawn like Akaname egg and it would hatch out and then and then it would live in that area and eat the eat the filth just like lice eat dirt. Yeah. Okay. And. This thing is about the size of a child, right? And it has a long tongue uh, that's sticky. And it does nothing besides lick at the filth. But um, it's still creepy, creepy, and it has a connotation of having impurities and depravities or worldly desires and all other, like, filthy... So dirty thoughts in addition to dirty bathrooms? Maybe. Uh... It, there is a theory that it wasn't simply a lesson to keep bath places clean, but also keep impurities from lurking in one's own self. Okay, so you want to be a good person to avoid the Akaname. If you keep your bathroom clean and you're, you know, a pure soul, then Akaname won't come. But if you're depraved and your bathroom's really dirty, 
then it's probably going to be licking your stuff. Licking right? your soul. And I just can imagine some mother making this up, being like, I swear to God, if you do not keep your room clean, this demon will come and lick your furniture in the night. And apparently the legend has it that it spreads disease by licking things. So it's not actually really making things cleaner. It's it's sure it's eating the grunge from like mm-hmm. the corners of the room, but it's also putting its sticky, nasty tongue all Germs over everything. Everywhere. So it's kind of a lose lose. It's okay, so it's also shy to shy to people and it kind of scatters when people enter the room. As does the Jersey Devil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna spend the whole battle hiding behind corners <laughs> screaming at each other <laughs> the akaname another thing about it is it's sort of humanoid but not quite it it looks like a person but it sort of like scutters around on all fours and it's like unclothed but and but it has like hair on its head like a greasy mop mm-hmm. of black hair on its head so it's got that really creepy nasty look Unlike the Jersey Devil, which just I feel like looks goofy. Yeah, it's hard to take. The, it's hard to be actually afraid of the mm-hmm. Jersey Devil. So I guess since these are both kind of skittish creatures, I think they would be in the match. They would probably be in a small room together. <laughs> yeah, no, nowhere to hide. No, if they were like in a bathroom, clearly I would have an advantage. And if we were like in the woods, the Jersey Devil would. Well, so, yeah, except I feel like if we were in a, if you like locked them both in a bathroom stall, the Jersey Devil would not be busy licking the toilet. That's true. It would be, dis- it would distract the Akaname and it wouldn't really be interested in the battle. Yeah. But if it, okay, so let's say they're both in just a typical everyday barn because they're both okay. kind of barn. Fight barn. They're, they're, like, they're barn-like creatures, right? Yes. The Jersey Devil attacks chickens, and the Akaname is kind of like a cockroach, but human-sized. Yeah. Okay, so... I think I win. I think the Jersey Devil wins. The Jersey... Uh, so what does the Jersey Devil do, though? I think it'll just stomp it to death. With its... It's, it's what? crane feet. Okay, it has crane feet. And it has leathery wings, so it has flying advantage. And when I think of crane foot, though, I think of, like, a really spindly thin bony bony leg not like a strong stomping but they have talons okay so it kind of like scratches that yeah like they got sharp yeah i am looking at a picture of crane's foot right now and Uh they have some gnarly looking claws okay well the akaname is kind of a crawling skittering creature i feel like it could just get up on the on the walls and not be stompable hmm. because yeah, like, but i have wings you do have wings but do they does the jersey devil fly, fly? is yeah. it capable of flight yeah with its tiny bat wings yeah when it uh was born uh-huh. if you remember from episode two it flew out the window okay that was not like a fluke or something? That wasn't like... No, it was, it was literally just born. If it can do it as an infant, it can do it as an adult. Okay. It's not like one of those things that grows grows into a non-flying creature after having a pupil flying stage or something? I don't because... think so. Okay. Well, in that case... Okay, so the Akanami's, I think the best chance it has is to try to lick the Jersey Devil until the Jersey Devil gets gr- too grossed out to fight anymore because the Akanami <laughs> dies really, of some horrible disease yeah it's really its signature move and capability is that it has a freaky long tongue. sticky tongue it could wrap its disgusting tongue around the ankles of the jersey for Devil. sure yeah that's what it yeah, would do i think you i think you got a point there yeah and not so not only this is this tongue like sticky but it, it's disease filthy diseased tongue so basically if it likes and it and it doesn't mind licking gross things it licks toilets and stuff so yeah. i think the jersey devil's a little gross but it's not gross too gross for the akanami in fact i think if it was if it was grosser the akanami would like to lick it right it also probably is not super clean like yeah. it lives in the woods it probably has like bird lice yeah it's probably the akanami is probably like yeah oh i'm i'm gonna lick it lick up those lice it's like a grooming monkey or something yeah, and then the Jersey Devil dies of rabies. Or totally the rabid. plague. To, um, yeah, that's probably more likely. Yeah. The Akaname would be would have plague on it. 
plague ridden yeah um so that's all that happens akanami licks it to death i don't know i feel like it would fight back maybe they would kill each other oh that's so tragic though i don't want the jersey devil to die that's the thing i want it i want akanami to win but i don't want it to kill the jersey (laughs) devil (laughs) i think maybe we already have one draw we can't have two draws no we can't I feel like the Akinami's tongue is just too, way too gross to like for the Jersey Devil to want, but it's also a gross creature. They're both gross. Yeah, but I I don't necessarily think all gross creatures are okay with other gross creatures. So but, I don't think the Jersey Devil would kill the Akinami. Uh-huh. I think the Akinami would get away. It's definitely very fast. Like, yeah, it can it can scurry underneath like a table really quick yeah and also the jersey devil's not super interested in like ko's uh-huh. it's interested in self-preservation okay so it would protect itself and like probably beat up the akanami so what i'm thinking is the akanami is gonna try to lick it and the jersey jersey devil be like fuck no and like kangaroo punches it with its tiny arm yeah and then slashes at it okay and then the economy is like, bye. And then scurries into yeah. the loft of the barn. Yeah. TKO. And, okay. Yeah. Okay. I think the Jersey Devil sort of wins. This yeah. Way. It's just because the economy ran away. Yeah. It's too It's too skittish. It's not like a fighting creature. No. I the Jersey, Jersey Devil is a more confident, confrontational. Yeah. It, it, it kills chickens and other livestock. So. Yeah. Okay. I believe it. Um. So I'll give that one to the Jersey Devil. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so far we have the Jersey Devil has won. Mm-hmm. The Kraken has won. Those mm-hmm. are two of Connors. Uh, there was a draw with the Slipmouthed Woman and the Mongolian Deathworm. Yep. So we're going to leave those two to do their friendship. Yep. And then one of mine, the... Baobinshi. Baobinshi won against... This uh, vegetable, the vegetable lamb. lamb, yeah. Obviously, I don't even know why we considered the vegetable we think lamb it's winning really that funny. one. Yeah, but it's not going to win a fight. No, but we knew that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, do I only have one now? Yeah. Oh, and you have I two. win. I think Connor won. Yes. This. <laughs> Fun fact: I am twelve when I win things. <laughs> I love winning. Connor's a bad sport. Apparently. I am a bad sport and I apologize, but I don't care. <laughs> Man, I still think the Yeti could have had a chance against the Kraken. No way. Yes, I, the Yeti's a sly beast. It's not just like a whole thing. It's a giant ape. ape. It, but think about how long it's. Uh, humans have been searching. Yeah, for... but so's the Jersey Devil. <laughs> Like the Jersey, no one's arguing that the Jersey Devil is some mastermind. Yeah, that's true. So I think I win. Okay, Connor wins this one. I think we'll bring this back, though. I think we're we're gonna have another cryptid battle, probably with better cryptids. Better cryptids. Gotta find like the badass cryptids. We got this is these are the improvements I think we make. Better cryptids, a better type of bracket because figuring out how sports work what the shit did we do this time i don't even know i don't know how bra- it's not a bracket we just made we just fight clubbed cryptids yeah maybe we have a setting or something that makes more sense predefined rules yeah some kind of i also think i think we could take audience suggestions if anybody's interested oh yeah send in your cryptids to fight um could do pokemon battles I think po- that'd be really good. What's a so I am not a Pokemon person. Can you okay. talk about so what that Pokemon, would be? In like? Pokemon, you have like a set number of Pokeballs mm-hmm. in your in your party, right? And you send out your first Pokemon, and it fights this person, the other person's first Pokemon, mm-hmm. and whoever wins, like if you manage to knock out player B's Pokemon, it goes to their next Pokemon, mm-hmm. and whoever runs out of Pokemon first loses the battle. Oh, okay. So you're your Kraken would would just wipe out all of my yeah. cryptids. That's no good. But yeah. it won't, we wouldn't have like a a Kraken that would last forever. Eventually, there would be some. It would get tired and it would yeah. Be okay. And then I would be doofed because my last one in my party would totally be the vegetable and the tartary. Of course, hoping like, that I would never <laughs> don't get say there. That. 
<laughs> you don't put that one out on the front line first. You yeah, exactly. have to save it. Bench it. <laughs> vegetable <laughs> lamb, you are benched. <laughs> bench warmer vegetable lamb. You literally cannot move from the bench. Does it even know that it's benched? No, it just grazes on the side of the field. It just munches on grass. What if you had a potted one, though? Oh my god, <laughs> a tiny potted vegetable lamb. Can keep we, it on your desk. Can we have... I want artwork of that somebody please <laughs> on a draw frame. some potted vegetable lamb on a framed pottery. painting of a vegetable lamb potted <laughs> but only in those like west elm like very chic <laughs> giant potted pots for potted plants yeah it has to have room to grow mm-hmm. i think you could get a it would be a dwarf vegetable lamb it wouldn't be a full-size one it because it's be really small yeah <laughs> the, the sheep part is just like Six inches. Yeah. It'd be really cute. You know what's sad about the vegetable lamb? It's short lifespan. It only lasts until it has grazed all of its grass out. And yeah, then but what when if it has no food. planting food for it. Okay, so that's a good idea. So if you have a potted vegetable lamb, it's kind of a pet, like a Tamagotchi type thing. But yeah, you, you have ha- to remember to feed it. Yeah, if you don't grow more grass for it, it's just going to perish. Yeah. And that's sad because I bet they're really expensive. What if you gave it compost? Like what? vegetable scraps. No. Would that work? It feeds on grass. But like so do goats it's... and they eat anything. Okay. I don't think a goat will eat compost. That's Goats eat garbage. Uh, okay. So I guess they'll they'll probably eat food scraps, but not like... Not like styrofoam? No. Not, like... not, not things that are decomposing into dirt. No. But I think, like... I think definitely the vegetable lamb would eat... Like little tops of tomatoes yeah. or like the yeah, like yeah, little yeah. spurts off of potatoes. Totally. Yeah, I would totally eat those. That's just good economic policy. So you have like some food left over on your plate. You have like a salad you didn't finish. Yeah. And then you and you scrape a little of the plate off to the vegetable lamb He pot. just munches away on it. Yeah. I love much. this. I want one. <laughs> <laughs> this is a pet I could care for. <laughs> thing I don't understand about it is why did people come up with this? Yeah, I was thinking that too. Like, why? And I don't get it. Because it doesn't teach a lesson. And people say it might be a real plant. And I'm looking at a picture of this plant. And it's just a kind of palm tree. It doesn't look anything like a lamb. Yeah, and most I feel like most mythical creatures come from either a fear that people have or another creature that they've seen that... Yeah. they were inspired by and this i cannot think of anybody being frightened of this and also it doesn't seem to resemble any earthly creature it's just a it's just a plant that is also an animal right yeah i think maybe somebody saw this wild lamb that just hung out in the exact same place eating every single day and then one day when all of the like when all of the grass was gone, it just disappeared. And they're like, oh, it must have been planted there. <laughs> when it really, like, it just had a favorite spot. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it had a favorite spot, but that one doofus from the town thought it was a Planted a plant. there. Or somebody's dad lied to them. Uh, oh, it's a total dad lie. Yeah, it's like a dad lie. Yes. It's like a goofy dad who... Wanted their child to believe that lambs are actually vegetables. Yeah. That would be that would be the best origin for it, I think. Like somebody sees a baby lamb with an umbilical cord and he's like, What's that? And he's like, Oh, it's the stem. <laughs> Do we know anything about lambs? <laughs> yeah, come on, kiddo. <laughs> totally. I like that we're talking about the vegetable lamb because, you know, it wasn't the it was clearly the worst contender. <laughs> but it's also one of the most appealing of of the creatures, I think. Yeah, I am vegetable lamb and Jersey Devil. I think are my faves. Yeah, I although I gotta say, after having the Yeti get destroyed by the Kraken, I feel really bad for the Yeti, and I really like it. I'm I've sorry, attached. Yeti is garbage. It's totally not. I bet if you ask people, Yeti or Kraken, that like. Everyone would say the Kraken. No, it's not for battling, but just for like, what do you, what do you prefer? Oh, Kraken. No way. Yahweh. Oh. So I, anyway, the Yeti is my favorite. The Yeti is just a big hairy dude. 
<laughs> Kragen's just a big slimy tentacle dude. Yeah, in the mysteries of the deep. So really, what do you prefer, slimy tentacle dude or hairy dude? Like I am I much more interested in what's going on at the bottom of the ocean. Uh huh. Because the mysteries of the Himalayas. Yeah. The. Also, like the Yeti is just so mainstream. Let's be honest; they're both mainstream. They are, but like the Kraken has its own rum. Okay, yeah, that's true. The Yeti probably doesn't have a brand of liquor. Oh, I bet Let's it Google does. this really quick. Yeah. Okay, Yeti. Uh. Yeti beer. It's definitely a beer. Yeti Imperial Stout. I yeah. would drink that. The Yeti is also probably a brand of apparel or mountaineering equipment because yeah, isn't there a Yeti uh, cooler? Yeah, they're like very hip. They're like. The Vitamix of coolers. Yetis are very hip, I think. Yeah. Kraken. Okay, I can see the advantages of the Kraken also. It's just all-powerful and... Mysterious yeah. and, like, there's a lot of ballads written about them, which I like a lot. Oh, Good songs. Cool. There's that Decemberist song. I haven't heard that one. I'm... Oh, man. I'm. We're not going to listen to it right now, but you're going to listen to it later. Okay. It's about a guy who meets his rival on a ship. And they're going to duel, and then the Kraken comes and eats both of them. Well, that sounds like a... Good time? Yeah, fitting end to a duel challenge. Yeah. Um, Should we wrap this one up, Connor? I think so. I hope you guys have liked our Cryptid Fight Club. Yeah, enjoy. And send in recommendations for more cryptids we could talk about. I think there are plenty left. There are hundreds of thousands of them. Uh, you can message us on the Facebook page. Yeah. Paranormal search paranormal distributions on Facebook, or you can email us at paradistpod at gmail dot com yep. for the recommendations. Yep. Or tweet at us at paradistpod on Twitter. Bye. Bye.